In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back to Fit to Succeed podcast. Here we are, another episode of Excuses. So if you haven't um, listened, the one before this episode was excuses around just not feeling prepared And it's kind of an excuse that you don't realize you have, but it is a huge one. And so today's conversation is another quick one, but this one is around the, like literally the number one excuse that people have for just about anything and everything. And especially when we're talking about fitness and getting to the gym or working out. So if you haven't guessed by now, And if you haven't read the title, we are talking about excuses that I just don't have time. Oh my gosh, you guys. I mean, we, this is just such a huge topic, but I'm literally like just hitting it on the head, hitting the nail on the head quickly because we could go down all kinds of tangents with this. Um, and we could say, you know, compare my life to your life or your life to your neighbor's life or, you, you know, my life to the person on social media and how much support and all the things, right. That other people might have, but the number one excuse, um, that everyone has is I don't have time. I mean, we could say, I don't have time to do the laundry. I mean, that's truth, right? We never have time for that. Uh, I don't have time to cook healthy dinners. I can cook a dinner. I just don't have time to cook healthy ones. I don't have time to meet up with a friend for coffee. You know, I've got work and this and kids and that, uh, I don't have the time to take a vacation. Um, we all could use one right now. I'm sure. Of course the excuse it's the number one excuse I get for cancellations of the gym is I just don't have time to go to the gym. And then maybe even just like, I just don't have time to read. I love to read. I want to read more nonfiction. I want to read more fiction books, but I just don't have time. So, right. Like we get it. None of us have time for any of it. Uh, And especially we don't have time for all of this every day, but what we do have time for, and sometimes like you may have heard this and it, it might just kind of go in one ear and out the other, but I really want you to sit with this for a minute. But what we do have time for is the things that we value in life. So let me read you a quote here from um, my book. We're, we're reading this right now in the book club. It's everything is figure outable by Marie Forleo. And in it, she actually does touch on this excuse. It's like two pages out of hundreds, but um, she writes, whatever your schedule or your responsibilities, they didn't just happen. Your life, including how you spend your time is a byproduct of the choices you've made for better or worse. You played a part in getting yourself there. So when we say like, I don't have time to read, I love to read, or I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't love to go to the gym, but I just don't have time. It's because 
you know, a lot of times it's like, okay, work and kids, right? Those are like kind of the two biggest things, but you've set your life up, you've set up your schedule and your responsibilities. So if you are feeling like you don't have time to read or do go to the gym because you have work, again, not to offend anyone, but probably what happened is, is you made choices in life that you're living a a certain kind of lifestyle that affords you to, um, to live the kind of lifestyle you have. And so going to the gym or reading a book is not something, although it's something you might value your, what you're saying to yourself is you're valuing your either career or the things you're getting from your career, like finances, you're valuing that more than you're valuing the other things that you might find, um, important to you, like reading a book or going to the gym, things that are going to be really important, um, you know, for your future and for your overall happiness every day of where you're at. And I'll catch myself saying, you know, I'll, because I hear this all the time, I catch myself all the time when something comes up and I say, I don't have time. I like almost now automatically realize like, it's not because I don't have time. It's because it's not of value to me in that season of life. So here's an example. Last summer, my family and I, we all signed up to do jujitsu together. And I was so excited. Um, literally five out of my six family members, me included, signed up to, to learn how to do jujitsu. And it was going well and the kids were doing it and the parents were doing it. And, you know, then my husband got injured and blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, it's, it kind of goes down other excuses that, that happen. But what I found myself saying is because once my kids got involved, um, you know, every fall we do football and, um, things were starting to pick up for me at my own gym that by me saying, you know, I don't have time for jujitsu because, you know, uh, spoiler alert, we ended up canceling at least a few of ours because we didn't have time, but we didn't have time because although we love jujitsu and we love what it teaches our kids and us and the skills, we didn't have time for that because we valued and we prioritized say football ahead of it. My husband was coaching and uh, coaching three out of our four kids on football. And that was just a more um, valuable thing for us in that season of life. Nothing against jujitsu, nothing against um, ourselves and feeling guilty that we don't have time. It's just, that's what we chose. So Um, I want you to start catching yourself when you do say, I don't have time for something, figure out why you don't have time for it. And, um, if it's something that's truly of value for you in your life, like you got to have time for that, you got to figure it out. So, you know, if it's something truly important to you, like, you know, it should be something you value, like working out or spending quality time with your kids or your spouse. I want you to ask yourself this question. So you might be like, okay, I do know what's important to me and uh, I want to figure it out. So one of the key things in life too, is asking yourself better questions. People have said that to me all the time. I still kind of uh, grapple with it because I'm not sure how to ask myself better questions, but this one I do know for sure is a better question to ask yourself. So if you know that you're not 
you know, getting in workouts and healthy habits every day, or, you know, that you aren't spending time, quality time with the people that you want to. And these are all things that you truly, truly value. Ask yourself this, not, I don't have time, but how can I make this work? How can I make it work that I exercise for 20 minutes every day? How can I make it work to spend an extra 30 minutes one-on-one time with each kid or 10 minutes one-on-one time with each kid? So asking yourself, how can I make this work is a far better question than saying, I don't know how to make this work. The other thing too, to keep in mind is I'm going to share another quote with you too but is being 100% responsible for your life. We can go into tangents again with this, but kind of just nailing it on the head, but because sure, there are things that happen to you in life that you didn't have control over, but you know, everything is how you handle it, how you react to it. And the law, the, the sooner you can take responsibility for your life, the happier you're going to be, um, And this includes your health. So I'm going to read one more quote for you. It's by Albert Ellis. And it says, the best years of your life are the ones in which you decide your problems are your own. You do not blame them on your mother, the economy, or the president. You realize that you control your own destiny. So I'm going to repeat the first part. The best years of your life are the ones in which you decide your problems are not, or the problems are your own. The last line, you realize that you are in control of your own destiny. So I want you just real quick to imagine 10 years from now, you're looking back. How old are you 10 years from now? You're looking back at this age that you are right now. Will you regret the decisions that you're making today? So will you regret not prioritizing your health every day, 10 years from now? Think about it. So for me, I'll be 48 years old, 10 years from now. And when I think about being 48, going into 30, I want to think about, okay, what am I doing today at 38 that I won't regret? So I, I know I will not regret prioritizing my health and getting up in the morning and doing my workouts. I know I'm not going to regret having boundaries around social media, which guys, in all honesty, I struggle with for sure. Um, but I won't regret setting those boundaries and sticking to them because in 10 years, I'm going to have an 18, no gosh, I will have an 18 year old, but he'll be almost 19 and I'll have a 21 year old. Is that right? Oh my gosh. Oh, when you think like that, that's when you like life gets kind of scary, but thinking about regretting, um, the decisions you're making or not regretting them. So that kind of helps me to make my decisions today. I'm not going to regret moving every day and really prioritizing that in my life. Um, never going to regret spending time with loved ones ever, right? Ever. And I know I saw this somewhere. I've seen it many times and I don't know who did it or anything, but the number one regret of people dying in like, you know, hospice or nursing homes or whatever was always that they, um, that they regretted not spending more time with people they loved. And I think this is huge too, is that when you are healthy, physically, mentally, and spiritually, you actually then have more quality time with the people that you love. So if the number one regret of people dying is not spending enough time with the people that they love, that's like one aspect of it. But then layer on top of that, spending time with people you love when you are physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy, 
So today's topic all around not having time. Um, you need to squash that <laughs> pretty simple, pretty basic and asking yourself instead, just how can I make this work? Thank you guys. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you've needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.